Let's talk about food, shall we? Specifically, spiciness. By now, you're probably familiar with Hot Ones. That's a show where Hollywood celebrities, actors are deeply humbled by consuming increasingly spicy hot sauces. Here's a clip from the episode with Kevin Hart on Hot Ones. Be warned, this sauce contains ingredients 500 times hotter than jalapeno. Use sparingly. <clears throat> Not recommended. Hey, my lipstick. <laughs> hey, my lips. My lips feel like they bleeding. I don't know what's going on, man. Okay, that's almost painful to hear. <laughs> now, I have long wondered myself if there's a genetic component to enjoying hot or spicy foods or if there's something in our gut microbiome that informs some people's penchant for it but not others. Well, ecophysiologist Roberto Silvestro is studying this subject at Université du Chicoutim- Québec à Chicoutimi. Hello, Roberto. Hi, Raji. Well, welcome, welcome to the program. I'm so excited to talk about this. But before we get into what you've written on the topic, I want to ask, do you like spicy foods? And if so, how hot? Yeah, yeah, I really like spicy, spicy foods. <laughs> okay. So are you one of these people that goes for the challenge of how spicy you can handle? No, that that could be a bit too much, <laughs> even for me. Okay, you're like me. Yeah, you don't need the extreme, but you enjoy spicy food. Okay, so Roberto, you write that 3 million tons of chili peppers are produced yearly, which is over 4 billion USD. That makes me wonder, are eating chilies even good for us? Yeah, actually, yes. It has been proven that it's, uh, it has uh, some beneficial effect on human health. Like, for example, it reduces the blood pressure or it has uh, like some antimicrobial effect. But it's also it's nice to think that uh, chili can actually act as a painkiller because the pain that we feel uh, eating chilies actually can overwhelm uh, other, other types of pain. Oh, that's so interesting. Can you say more about that? Because I would, I would think that only chilies could only create pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, uh, uh, it's especially it's especially some muscular pain or like uh, acute or chronic uh, types of pain that uh, that it can be reduced. But this is a bit far away from my. Uh, from my expertise. So. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, well, that show, Hot Ones, the one I played the clip from, it, it shows celebrities, like, dancing that line where the spice is good versus the spice is uncomfortable. I wonder why is spiciness so appealing to humans in the first place? Well, there are two main hypotheses because we are actually still quite far away from a clear answer for this question. But the main hypothesis is that uh, one is that we eat it because it's good for us. So what we were talking about. The other hypothesis is that it's a sort of a banning masochism. So like uh, a psychologist, Paul Rosin, described it like a sort of a a thrill similar to riding a roller coaster. So basically, like... uh, we are hurt, we feel pain eating chilies, and our body is like raise a red flag telling us that we are in danger, but we know we are not. So it's like this sort of a 
uh, of a conflict between uh, the body message and our mind that is that knows that we are safe, etc. Wow, so interesting! Like riding a roller coaster. I think I relate to that actually, and I have I have played with that in my own cooking. Where I'm, I'm first, I'm just it tastes like I'm just going for a run, and then I add some more, and it's like, oh no, now you're on the roller coaster. So I want to talk also about this idea of of a of a spice limit because you write about how to quell the spice when it's too much. So if you're eating. You say, actually, you're not supposed to drink water if you've hit a bite that's too spicy. What are you supposed to do instead? Well, you can drink water. It's just ineffective, actually, because uh, capsaicin, that is the molecular that uh, trigger our reaction, though, so that uh, make us feel the burning, is, uh, is hydrophobic. So drinking water is ineffective. Then uh, we also talked about ethanol, it should be still proved, but like drinking alcohol can actually increase our feeling of the burning sensation. While what we should do to do is to eat something that is sweet, because like there are too many stimulation and our brain get confused, so the feeling of a burning would be reduced. Otherwise, the best thing to do is to eat to drink a glass of milk or have uh, some yogurt or enjoy an ice cream because the caffeine that is the primary uh, protein in in milk like attract capsaicin capsaicin molecules and wash them away basically it can work every types of uh, fat uh, substances fat molecular because it acts like the soap for the grease Okay, so Roberto, is that maybe why sweet and spicy foods appeal to us? Because they have that sweetness embedded in there to quell the spiciness right away? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And what about spice tolerance? Is that changing for us as a species over time? Is that something we know about? Well, we know that uh, that there is uh, some genetic uh, like uh, trait because there is some people that is actually able to tolerate uh, much more than others spicy. And the interesting fact is that uh, we can actually cannot get used. I mean, our limit will be that one for the rest of our life. So there is just people that is uh, more tolerant uh, in comparison to others. And then we can talk about geography because uh, actually we know that uh, in the warmer climates, so especially around the equator, like people is more tolerant. And the reason that can be an adaptation is because uh, basically one of the, the reaction uh, after eating chilling is starting to split. And uh, like the transpiration of body actually cooled us. So... That's why probably it's more used in warmer climates. That is fascinating. Roberto, thank you so much for explaining all that to us. Thank you uh, for the invitation. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. 
Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.